0: Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by
1: Yak for all your kayak fishing accessory needs. Go to yakgadget.com. Pelican cases, coolers, and lighting. Go to pelican.com. The 153 Bait Company for all your hard and soft bait needs. Go to the 153anglers.com.
0: Now let's get this show started.
2: What is up,
1: everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Chasing the Tide, your saltwater connection on the Powell and Finn Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dustin Nichols. Uh tonight we got a pretty cool show going on. Uh got a Texas guest on tonight. Um, you know, things have been going pretty good over here. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's getting close to the end of October. Uh, the fish are definitely on the move we're definitely in some transitional patterns here with the you know they don't call it red October for no reason uh plenty of redfish to go around definitely bunching up grouping up moving around um trout bite seems to start to be turning on a little bit the water's cooling off and uh we'll just hope that pattern continues and uh we'd like to see some good stuff after that, uh post freeze so um we're not going to talk about that anymore we're going to go ahead and bring our guests on tonight we got uh, Captain Mike Morales from uh Fin Factory um, on the show tonight. What's going on, man? How you doing this evening?
0: Hey, how's it going, Dennis? That's going good. okay?
1: It's going good, man. Uh, you know, it looks like you're enjoying that beautiful uh, outdoor weather right there on the island. <laughs> um, uh, that's, uh, you're down in Corpus Christi, Texas.
0: Yeah, that's right. No, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's um, it's been a good couple of days of weather, let me say that, but previous to the, the last three or four days, it's been horrible. But so it's, it's good to get a little calm I guess calmness. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. Yeah. We've had some northeast flow like the first few days of the week, kind of blowing mm-hmm. pretty good. And then the past couple of days up north, I'm a little further north. Um, we've had some pretty good days up here. I've been working and just looking at conditions and uh, yeah. beach cams and stuff. I'm like, oh, man, for real? You know, <laughs> uh, the weather stations looking at the wind and the tidal movement yeah. and stuff. And I'm like, man, I would love to bend on the water. Um, yeah. hopefully I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm gonna hit it tonight on that uh mm-hmm. that full moon overhead uh, bite. Yeah. So hopefully we're gonna try to stalk some trout tonight, uh, get mad at them a little bit. I've worked all week, so I'm gonna go uh, go get after them for a little while. <laughs> but you know, normally, fun. Yeah, I know. Uh, top water blow ups under a full moon are kind of tough to
0: beat. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean it's it's been a long time since I've had the luxury to be able to do that, but. The trout bite has picked up a little bit. So that's, that's, that's been really, really good. It's, it was tough for a long time after the freeze and we're starting to see some, some comebacks. So that's, it's exciting.
1: It is, it is from what I've, uh, I've seen recently in some areas, uh, of like the fall haunts to where they kind of start setting up before uh, the winter sets in. I've, I've caught quite a few good fish in the last few weeks and starting to see fish in their normal areas, which was a good thing because over the summer, I really, I really didn't catch many nice trout at all. It was kind of tough yeah. um, even yeah. down south fishing, the uh, lower laguna and all that, you know, kind of a struggle. You pick up a, a fish here and there, but it wasn't like uh, pre freeze there. You can definitely tell a difference. Like yeah. big well, cool deal, man. Well, usually we start out the show with, a, you know, a short intro and stuff and you just, you know, give everybody a little information about yourself, um, okay. you know what you been up to, um, what got you in that, uh, that kayak and also, you know, give them some info about the store and everything we're going to talk about here. All
0: right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so as, as far as me, you know, I'm, I'm, Mike Morales. I've been in, uh, in the kayak and fishing game, you know, professionally since, um, really 2011, 2012, kind of that thing. And, um, I've been, I've been here in Corpus, you know, pretty much, most of my or half of my life, you know, went to college here, moved away to Dallas, you know, chased the corporate corporate ladder, came back after 15 years, and I've been I've been, I've been back in Corpus now for um, you know since 2000, 2011. So um, coming back to Corpus, you know, got into the whole kayak scene early on, you know, started off early with you know the. Um, you know, their, their old ocean kayak, little nine footers that were out there and, you know, started off with that. It just kind of grew from there, you know, got into Hobie, you know, grew into Hobie and fast forward now, own a couple of Hobie kayak shops and um, man, just, you know, just enjoying it. We have, we've had the guide service now since 2005, 2012. Um, kayak started off kayak guide service since 2012 and then got into the boat scene, 2015. So. Been doing a mix of both and it's 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 been awesome. It's been a, it's it's been a long journey, but it's it's definitely been it's been rewarding.
1: Yeah, that's y'all. Uh, how long is a uh, fin factory, the, the original store in Corpus? Um, y'all started out at a location and you all ended up building another one like. Uh, yeah. So
0: we started off recently. Yeah. So we started off in 2016 in Corpus. We, we built our we didn't build, but we kind of moved into a into a space off of um, the main drive here in corpus headed to the island and um little really it's a 900 square it was a 900 square foot place and um you know recently about six months ago we moved into nah, five months ago we moved into a new place uh in corpus prime and um you know we've been able to grow the shop to to a good you know decent space to where we can really showcase you know all of our kayaks not just obi but voodoo boat um, live paddle sports, all those different things. So yeah, um, we've been in a new shop now for four months. We started the fin factory down in the RGV in Mercedes, yep. Texas between um, basically Brownsville and Macau in uh, 2020 at the beginning of 2020. And so that's been kind of a struggle for a little bit, but um, it's, it's finally kind of turning the corner and uh, things looking good. So um, yeah, we've been in the, in the kayak business now since really 2016.
1: Oh that's cool. You know, you got a second to work down there in the valley and it seems like the 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 kayak craze is is, is grown in leaps and, and bounds down there also um you know with, with the abundant, you know, potholes, uh, grass flats, and everything like that, shallow water fishery flats and everything. Yeah. Um, you know, it it's just the access accessibility of a kayak is just what really, you know, the main thing that draws people in is like the affordability, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, people want to get in and just start out with a paddle kayak and then all of a sudden they're like, Man, what's up with these guys with these pedal drives and these hobies scooting around everywhere? You know, then eventually yeah. you like sell that one to somebody that might be starting out just like you did, and then you upgrade and kind of upgrade on up. Working yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. way up to the top, you know, and it, it, it kind of it's like a cycle, a vicious cycle, if you say. Yeah, uh, it's an addictive cycle, I can say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, you know the the store in in mercedes right
0: uh-huh.
1: yeah okay yeah, cool. it's y'all in mercedes a, texas the, the good little good little deal going down there in the valley right now with that 956 group you know they do some good stuff down there if anybody familiar that's the area code down there and they got a good little kayak club down there they put on all yeah. some events and uh y'all have had a couple of events down there um mm-hmm. you know there's been some good stuff going on so um the store itself you all also y'all still tackle and all that kind of good stuff too
0: right oh yeah no i mean we're a full-fledged, a full-fledged uh, shop yeah we're a full-fledged shop i mean we you know we started off small like i said But my, my biggest thing getting into into the kayak business which is something really i've never really even imagined doing that wasn't even in my my wheelhouse that's not what i wanted to do um it, you know i i've been i've been in retail for a long time corporate retail you know uh, been in you know big big box shops you know specialty retail that was kind of my career path um at the corporate level and you know i did that for nearly 20 years before before anything so uh, being in a corporate retail environment really helped me understand the business of, of retail in general so my goal was to get out of retail and do something entirely different and, and i did you know i got out of retail did something entirely different and um, got into oil and gas, you know, with uh, with some family members down here in in South Texas. And, um, you know, retail came calling back. And, um, you know, then Hobie came knocking on my door about potentially opening a retail business here in Corpus. And, you know, that's kind of how it happened. So, you know, my my idea about, about our shop was just, hey, we're going to be brand specific. We're going to be, you know, very specific to kayak and we're going to have all the accessories that I think that I think um, are, are are popular to everybody and, and it just kind of grew from there and now we're into you know all the tackle you know the soft plastics hard baits you know um, rods reels fly you know fly is one of my one of my stream passions so we're trying to really dig into the fly industry as well but Man, you know, retail stuff, I mean, yeah. you know, retail in general stuff and, you know, being at the corporate level and big box is way different than being small mom and pop competing with other small mom and pop. It's like, gosh, yeah. my, there's some people go really bananas about it. And so that has been kind of our, our, our struggle is the growing pains of it and understanding the, really the politics, right?
3: It's ridiculous,
0: but you know, you know, it's there. And um, you know, we're we're finally, like I said, I feel like we we've really made an impression, not just here locally, but um within the state and even nationally to be recognized as a as a an outfitter than just a retailer. So
1: y'all are and, and, truly like a kayak and, and fishing outfit yeah. for sure. Yeah, and not only that you you y'all do, you know, amazing rigging work and then you have the guide services also uh, right. that you have skiffs and kayaks uh right. you get plenty of you have um you have different um guides that work for you also besides yourself.
0: Yeah, so I mean, you know, it, it's our biggest thing from a guide standpoint is that obviously it's hard to find so those people who have kind of booked guides in the past, I mean, there's there's everybody has their own, you know, their own way of, of guiding. You know, to me, there's there's a lot of different ways to guide. There's a lot of different guides. There's a lot of different services for guides. And so, you know, when you have a guide service, you have an impression of your mind of what you what you want to be and what you don't want to be, you know. I think a lot of people that have built, you know, that have booked trips with guides in the past, way past, it's usually an old salt and the guide's real grumpy. And you go fishing, and this is how you're going to do it. I'm going to throw the damn rod for you. You're going to catch fish. I'm going to hand the rod over to you. So for me, my thing was that I'm never going to do that. People are spending their hard-earned money to come fish, and I'm going to treat them like that. You know, dude, you're giving me, you know, a good paycheck, and I'm going to treat you like gold. and sometimes it's hard to find somebody to have that same idea of how to treat people when you do a guide trip, you know? So, you know, we've tried some of these things in the past, it didn't work, but, you know, we actually do have a really good um, guide that works with me now, who's actually an employee here at the shop. His name is uh, Josh, Joshua Tooley Captain Joshua Tooley Young guy, man, the guy is awesome. Um, everybody loves him. When they come in the shop, the guy can speak to everything related to fishing and he's a great person as far as relating to people and having great customer service skills, and so for me, that was the most important piece. So, um, yes, we, we do have a guide service with a guide team now. That I can really say that we do that, and um, you know, we uh, we're all about providing service.
1: Yeah, that's cool. You find somebody like minded that's knowledgeable of not only about the uh, accessories and, and and brands that y'all mm-hmm. carry, but also about the waters that y'all fish. You know. Yeah. Um, you know that's a big part of being on that water is learning the areas and what the fish are doing and all that but that's that's cool you got somebody you can trust you know that's your business yeah. that's your that's your bread and butter right there you know exactly um, so i i see where you can get get off on yeah. the tangent on that about man we got to have somebody that lines up right with my line of yeah. thinking. you know yeah so yeah yeah right on with that um but cool so what y'all y'all do offer like uh like fly fly guiding um, on, a, yeah. on a powered skiff also, um, yep. and so, then you have so, kayak services also. You want to kind of touch on a little bit on that, so listeners yeah, to you
0: know what's going on. So our biggest thing, and, and the way I started this thing is that you know we want to we want to tailor a trip around around the customer. You know, um, instead of having a cookie cutter approach to to going out there and doing a guide trip, you know, you've got beginners, obviously, you've got People that are kind of in the middle of the road. You got people that want to improve their game. You got people that just want to learn spots. You know, you got people who want to learn how to fly fish. So our, our biggest thing is trying you got people who want to go out offshore on a kayak. You know, so our thing is is trying to tailor tailor a trip around that person's skill set, number one, and number two, around what it is they want to accomplish on the trip. So I can tell you that during the summer, you know, we got people that just want to get out in the water and have to have a good time. They've never been on a kayak. You know, they've never, you know, they don't even know. They don't know the difference between a Hobie, and a in a wilderness or a Jackson or whatever. They just want to go catch a fish on a kayak, you know. So and then, you know, during these times, we've got some more of the upper echelon people who want to do a certain thing, you know. So, you know, that's kind of how we do things. So we do motor, you know, powered skips. You know, I'm a, a Hell's Bay
3: At factormeals.com slash waypoint pod 50 to get 50% off.
0: Guide, if you so to speak, I'm, I'm sanctioned by Hell's Bay. So, you know, we go out there and we do the technical polling skiff stuff. You know, if you want to fly fish, we definitely will go out there and do that. That boat is designed for that. Don't get me wrong, I'll put some live shrimp on that Hell's Bay and we'll go put a <laughs> poppy cork out there if that's yeah. what you want to do, you know, right. so or that's what your skill set is. So, you know, that's that's kind of our mantra. We don't just try to stick to one thing where we're gonna go out here and we're gonna fish this flat, we're gonna throw top, you know, top water, and that's all we're gonna do. Yeah. No, we, we try to mix it all in to make sure that at the end of the day the customer walks away with, with the great experience and maybe yes. they learned something. And um, and more importantly, just having a great, great time, you know. Yeah. So sure. from a kayak from a kayak standpoint, which is where where I started, you know, which was kayak fishing and kayak guiding, you know, our biggest thing right now, or really in general, since we started the shop is not only going out and kayak fishing, but also providing, you know, the tools for them that are going to make them successful. So let's just say, for instance, I have a customer that wants to go out and he goes, you know what, Mike, I- I'm really thinking about buying a Hobie Pro Anger 360. Yeah, you know, but I'm not sure if I really want to put that much money down on it. And I want to make sure I can fish it. Well, hell, let's go out and do a guided trip. You, I'm going to bring out a Hobie 360 for you. yeah. And uh, we're going to go out there and fish it. And guess what? If you like that 360 and you want to buy it, $100 of your trip is going to go towards the 360 when you're done. And if you don't want it, hey, I understand. It's yeah. not the right boat for you. Maybe the Outback's right. There. So that's what I think where we also have kind of a, an advantage over maybe some other guide services or what other – Kayak shops are doing is that if you want to actually go out there not just demo it but fish it let's go out there yeah, and do go it. out
1: there and fish yeah. it yeah, part of mm-hmm. your trip will uh, go towards that purchase if you decide to purchase it. that's a pretty cool deal right there exactly yeah mm-hmm. for sure and then not only you know the guide services and all the other gear and outfitters outfitting items y'all have y'all y'all do a lot of a uh, custom rigging there also uh, absolutely um, with uh marine
0: mat i believe correct oh yeah we i mean we we, we do everything i mean from marine Mat, you know we've we're also just recently, um we've talked, we've had talks with, um, you know, like a Louisiana kayak company that does, you know, some really custom stuff to try to get involved with them. But we've done everything. Yeah, for, and Brock Miller's this. got
1: a good little thing going, him and his guy. over there, Louisiana Custom Kayaks, yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, Brock's yeah, been on the show for it, a good kid, man. Uh, uh they guy's got some awesome, stuff man. stuff going on, too. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah but that's I cool, agree. y'all, for all those
0: um, Yeah, I mean, services from and y'all. to for lights to hell, we've even put – Sound bars on kayak. Sound bar, I mean,
1: light bars. Install the fish finders. We all are a torpedo yeah. dealer also. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, the shift towards uh, powering your kayak is definitely uh, upon us. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I, I was wanting to get your outlook on uh, the increase in those of uh, you've seen over the past couple of years, if you have noticed a, a little oh, bit. Oh
0: man, that's that's up, that's up, been up that. the biggest thing for us, especially in the last year, year and a half, is that. Yeah you know, power has been, I think that it's, it's really kind of, it's even gotten even more in the last year or so since tournaments have allowed power in their tournaments. And I think that was, I think that was a great move. I can tell you a year ago, I'd say, hell no, we're not putting power in our tournaments, you know, but, but it's the way people are going, you know, and, and good for them. And, you know, Torquito, we've been a Torquedo dealer since we pretty much the first year we started with the factory. It's been, a great relationship i think Torquedo is probably one of the most premier power that you can put on your kayak um but you know there's a lot of great companies that have come along the way you know from texas power paddle to big speed to Torquedo, and you know we can talk about some others but um i think the fact that now tournaments are being more lenient and allowing of this of these items to uh, to help you have a little bit better and i wouldn't say. I want to be careful when I say advantage, but to give yeah. you an edge, yes, to get out there and go a little bit longer um, yeah. to find that fish that you need to win a tournament, I think is huge. Yeah, and, and so, and I see that as being the wave of the future. And I think that, I think, kayak manufacturers out there that haven't really invested in uh, power are really thinking about doing it. And I think we're going to be see some really cool stuff for the next year.
1: Yeah. Or the, or the, or the kayak companies that don't have, you know, kayaks that are set up to be rigged accordingly right? with, uh, you know, whole access, um, access ports and different things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, that makes rigging a lot easier because Mm -hmm. like, you know, as a shop, you know, you know, you won't bring your kayak into a shop, you know, you're going to pay a premium, you're going to pay labor costs. And and, then the, uh, accessories and, and supplies that you have to use which you know there's a lot of uh do it, your diy out there also mm-hmm. but to have your kayak done by a professional rigging shop i mean that stuff is going to be so clean you know and y'all y'all do some really clean work I, i've been really impressed with y'all's rigging y'all do um you know you kind of see some stuff out there every now and, then, and you're like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> what just <laughs> happened there Oh, but hey, yeah. Thumbs up. Yeah. Thumbs up on that, man. Y'all, y'all do some yeah. clean work over there. And you know what and I, you know, I am, I'm, I'm factory level Jackson. I'm the team manager for the South region. And, you know, I mean, people ask, you know, about our boats too. And then they, well, you know, you got guys that might, you know, Hey, well, what's the, the Hobie dealer? i send them y'all's way, you know, Hey, I'm not a, I'm not a, you know, we we all in this together, you know. It's just it is, is, you know. I mean, ambassador people to want sport. some people might want a Jackson, some people might want a Hobie, you know. the Guys want
0: Hobie, or I'm in the fan Factor. <laughs> I mean, hey, down in this area, that's where
1: they're
0: going. I'm like you, man. I'm all about being ambassador to the sport in general. Yeah, you know, hell, I've owned I've owned Jacksons, I've owned I've owned Ocean Kayaks, I've owned I've owned Liquid Logic. I mean, I've owned a lot of different kayaks in my time, and you know what? I love them all. All of them have special qualities and that some of them you know have opportunities yeah it could be hobie jackson whoever you know so there's no perfect kayak out there in my opinion um it's just it's what you like and what you intend to use it for is what i think is important so definitely what they're gonna use it for and
1: go out there and get in it and demo things you know Mm -hmm. that's the main thing don't just go jump in something just because so and so said so yeah, exactly. <laughs> for sure. Hey, um,
0: try, try it before you buy it. baby. Exactly. exactly
1: my thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, y'all have a pretty good run going on this uh, this tournament series uh, you guys started, which was a split series, which was a really cool concept. And that's what kind of drew a lot of people into it. Uh, the Ray Del Mar um, series mm-hmm. that first year was, uh, when was the first year that that kicked off? Was that 18?
0: That was um yeah, but
1: eighteen. It was it was
0: eighteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and you know what we had a we had a good we had a good first year and and um, you know of course we were we were piggybacking on on the successes of the um, Blue Water Kayak Classic, which is yes. something I competed in before. I, I loved the the I loved it. I, I loved uh, the people who represented the Blue Water Kayak Classic. Of course, you know um some of the founders of that those guys are awesome yes you know when i talked to them about bringing on or you know bringing blue water kayak classic back of course there was some backlash about the name and stuff and it didn't matter to me i just wanted to provide an opportunity for somebody to come out and do and do the offshore thing and i don't know who it was i don't know if it was me or somebody said well why don't we make it like an offshore and an inshore?" there we go and um and so you know, it it started off great. Luckily, the first year we had great weather yeah. for both the offshore and the inshore. And um, you know, it's it's the tournament that I really enjoy putting on every year. Of for course, sure. putting on a tournament is a lot of work, and I, I think some people. Oh my god! If you want to do it right, it, it yeah. takes it takes months and months and months of preparation, politics. Sure you know elbow rubbing I mean there's a lot of things that go into to making a tournament really successful and make it formidable you know
1: yeah those sponsors um, just don't pop up on a magic oh, platter no you got to put the work oh. in for them. you gotta I mean months and like six eight months in advance you got to be emailing and coordinating and corresponding with with the uh, marketing people
0: especially oh, yeah, the bigger companies got, <laughs> exactly man I mean you got to do a lot you know to you know, a to, you know we have an advantage obviously because we are a retailer for a right. lot of these a lot of these vendors and you know I could tell you I, I even use the guide service hey come on we'll give you a free guide trip if you come out yeah. and just help us a little bit with this tournament yeah. trust me I mean I do I we do a lot to make sure that at the end of the day as a competitor you guys feel we feel that man this 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 is something you know and, and to me it's important. You know, so, so yeah, man, I mean, Ray Omar 2019, we started it in 2018. It's been strong every year. This is the first year where we actually had to switch gears and make it an inshore, inshore just because of, of the offshore conditions. And that's one thing that I've always said. Uh, you know, doing the the offshore stuff for many many years, man. I'm never going to do something and try to put somebody's
1: right. The liability involved in that is like insane. We had an active storm offshore, and it was a uh, you yeah. know six to eight foot seas with big surf, overhead surf, and it would have been chaos.
0: <laughs> it would have been horrible. And you know what? I, you know, the year before we did the Rado Mar um the extreme division came over here i competed yes. in the extreme the extreme kayak yeah, series I, I, yes. I was there and they did that damn tournament you know and it was freaking horrible and i was it like was... right and I and i learned from that you know and those guys are great i you know i love i love the people who take, turn on you know who put on the extreme kayak division i've competed yes. in the bahamas tournaments i've done those and i have a lot of respect for those folks but that was a bad decision to, to keep that tournament going, you know, and it could have been really bad. And luckily, I think the Coast Guard stepped in like at 11 p.m., at 11 a.m., I was there, you know, and everybody had to get off the water. But mm-hmm. um, I, I, I told myself I, I would never do that, and I don't care what it costs, right. and I don't care how much we, commitments we've made to vendors or whatever. Man, if it ain't right, it ain't right. Yeah. And so this was the first year where we actually had to make that call it worked out well though yes it worked out well you know the insurance we had over 500 pounds of redfish turned in for that tournament I think yeah. and uh man it was a good time and I think everybody enjoyed it and for me that's all to me a tournament's cool and you have some real hardcore competitors that want to win cash but for me the biggest thing is making sure we get everybody together man and let's talk yep. and let's sit down and have fun and and shit the person you, you you saw on Facebook you know and you you've always followed them and you see them in person and put yep. your arm around them. I was like man I, you know I, I really like what you do I mean to me that's the most important thing
1: that camaraderie is a big the camaraderie big, big that was a big draw for me was uh just meeting everybody from all areas all walks of life I mean mm-hmm. lawyers judges professors doctors. Yeah. You know, I mean, plant workers, <laughs> all of us, <laughs> all of, us. I mean, all of and, us are right there.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. and to me, that's the reason why I put tournaments together. Trust me, we don't, we don't, we don't make, we don't make hardly anything on these tournaments, man. For me, it's all about giving it back to you guys or giving it back to competitors, taking care of the people that are helping me. Because I can tell you that, you know, everybody that you see at our tournaments, 90% of them, man, are doing it out of their heart I'm not true. paying them anything hell they're sleeping on the floor in my house a lot of those yeah. folks man We're I'm,
2: the biggest thing
0: they care. get is a badass dinner I'll maybe barbecue for them or take them to a restaurant man that's what we do yeah and and I think it's important you know um that's because true. if we want to if we want to continue building this sport and, and building kai fishing in general I mean it takes sacrifice and that's that's what we're all about
1: yeah we we gotta go. We got to get back to some good roots and do like a we just got to do a big giant boondoggle one exactly we got to do a a texas boondoggle like a texas coastal boondoggle we need to we need to get we need to get that going Uh, Dude, we've done some good ones
0: over the years all over the country i want to do a boondoggle so bad you know when i went to the boondoggle in in louisiana man i was like blown away i thought it was fantastic there was no you know, there was no. It was just a good time, man. We had vendors there, and you know what? I think we can do that here. I know we can do that here.
1: I know we could get pulled off. and get 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 a bunch of people involved and core group, and and that are serious about it. And even some, of, I bet even some of the old salts would come on out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, I know we can pull off a, a an amazing. And, and I tell, I tell all the vendors, I tell. Kobe, I tell, you know, Yakima and Torquedo, I said, man, Warner Paddle, we're going to have an event down here on the Gulf Coast. One day, one year, that's going to be just so amazing. It's going to bring people to the area. It's going to bring commerce. It's going to bring notoriety to your brand and the sport. And one day we're going to do it, man, but it's going to take people. It's going to take people. People like you and I were like-minded that we can get out there and actually pull people together to do it. Yep,
1: Promote this the right way and get it done. Mm -hmm. That's something after, after we wrap this podcast off up and and finish this, I think we're going to have to revisit this, this topic here because I agree.
0: I I think I would
1: be freaking ecstatic if we could get something like that rolling and pull Mm -hmm. it off in the next year or so. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think we could, we could get something going, you know,
2: To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash waypoint. That's mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details.
1: For sure. Well, the radio bar hey, also if, is, is. Oh, go ahead. Sorry.
0: If it could be done in Metairie, Louisiana, man, come on.
1: Oh, we can do and it, in it can Texas. be done on the flats of the Laguna Madre. I think exactly. that would be insane. I mean, there's plenty of room there. We uh, no, can no put doubt. people all over the water. Uh, there's mm-hmm. plenty of area to launch there along the JFK. I mean,
0: exactly. I, I,
1: I, you could set up right there on that with tents along the road, right there on that access road. Dude, we I'm need telling to you, we, we need to think together. about this big That's time. That's exactly
0: what I was thinking. Hey, man, when I'm driving over the jam can, I see your truck parked right there in sofa flats. Nope. It's like, man, that's oh my bad. <laughs> nah, it's man, all this, good.
2: Everybody that
0: is, the, that that over is that the shoreline. That is the shoreline where we're going to have boondoggle. When I promise Guarantee you. It. I promise you.
1: Guarantee yep. it. That will be the, mm-hmm. the place to do it there. To have, that will yep. be a location to be had right there. Yeah, um, exactly. Get the, get the uh, possibly get the tourism board involved. You can Get something else, you know, the, you know, Padre Island Associates or whoever that could be. Yep. You know, up on with it and, and then have
0: this this thing. They'll probably say, What's a boondoggle? <laughs> hey, hey, if you hey for, for everybody on this, whoever's watching this, if you there's a lot of folks that don't know what boondoggle is. And Boondoggle was awesome, man. It was like an eye cast for everybody in my opinion. You know, yeah. like it was like it was cool. It was just down to earth, people having a good time. It was all about kayaking, and kayak fishing, man. So yeah, I want to kayak and
1: kayak fishing all thrown in. Yeah, it just man, exactly. that's exactly I'm talking about. Yeah, that's gonna get visited upon here. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, but y'all not only uh, do y'all have Radio Joe an event, but y'all offer an, an exclusive um, Hobie owners only tournament, which brings the Hobie owners all across from the state of Texas to come mm-hmm. down there and compete. Uh, Redfish um for a chance to to get a spot on the team and everything, and then yeah. associated with the pro staff with the Fin Factory, which is pretty cool. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, I, I want to say how many how many guys did y'all have this year that competed in that one? So we had
0: ninety
1: nine. I was yeah. going to
0: say it's it a hundred or over a hundred. It's yeah. right there. Yeah, it was ninety nine exactly. The year before was uh, was 140, 140 or so. And the year before that, it was like sixty-seven, and the first time we did it was twenty. So, you know, I think that it the Hobie Owners Tournament is is something to me that's it's super special um, because I it's a risk to do the Hobie Owners Tournament because you just never know. Um, but for me, again, I mean, I, I think that you know Hobie, and, and again, Hobie Jackson. It, it doesn't matter who it is. You love your, you love your, you love your plastic. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying, and and you want to compete in your plastic. And I think that's, for me personally, you know when I when I first got into the kayak scene back in mm-hmm. 2000, there was nothing like that. And so you have like these boat like Mayak owners tournament, yeah. and you have the right. shuttle water owners tournament. said, yeah. I said, hey, gonna, I said one lane, day I'm gonna I'm gonna do that for kayaks, and you know we've done it, and I, I and I, it's gotten a lot of attention, and I think that every year it gets better and better. Yeah, and um, and I'm looking forward to the next one. I think a lot of people are also, you know, a lot of people want to get that crown and they want to be on the Hobie fishing team. Rightfully so, because, you know, when I got on the Hobie fishing team, you know, you had to become like really, you know, really a good liaison with your with your, your local dealer, and you know, it was a lot about you know who's who and all that stuff. And for me, being a Hobie, a Hobie uh, kayak dealer. I have a lot of friends, man, like, you know, and I've been fishing with everybody. I mean, I fish with everybody that's out there for the most part, all you guys, and we've all fished together and people come, hey man, Mike, you know, I want to be an open fish. You know what, man, and this is why I started. I said, we're going to make it competitive because I just can't, I can't say this person or that person, we're going to make it competitive the way it should be. And if you're a good person, you do the right thing on social media and you really care about the sport and you compete in the tournament and you win it, man, you deserve it in my opinion, you know? And so that's why I did it, you know, was because of that, A, because, you know, we got a lot of friends in the industry and I want to be friends to everybody. And the only way I can make it fair is to just make it competitive, you know? Cool
1: deal. Well, I know 2022, looking forward to that. Ray Del Mar, uh, the Hobie Owners Tournament presented by Fan Factory. I'm sure they'll be coming up uh, later in the year. Yeah. You know, y'all keep a post, keep a lookout for that uh, at uh, Facebook post. Y'all can follow Fin Factory on Facebook. Um, you know, uh they've got it scrolling across the bottom of the screen there. You can follow Captain Mike at uh Mike Mo 50 and then Fin Factory kayak tackle is that's the Instagram handles there. Um but yeah, we're just gonna keep rolling a little bit. Got a few more questions for you tonight and, uh, cool. uh you know try to let everybody meet the man himself. It's been <laughs> awesome events, dude. Um I yeah. I mean, I've had such a good time at at uh at every event. The rating obviously I'm not a hobby owner side of unless I'm boring. Really <laughs> so Maybe Matt Murphy or or, or, or Tracy Damon, yeah. I'm yeah. On, Tracy, I got you another, you got an extra kayak for me, I hope.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's
0: all you yeah. need, man. You don't you don't need to own it. You just can't steal it.
1: go just can't steal it. There you go. <laughs> So, uh, fishing lately, being that you you do guide also, you know, you kind of, you're on the water a lot. You know, time on the water, you see things that other people might not. So, the status of the, the base system down there, post-freeze, um, I, I know the redfish were were still crazy mm-hmm. down there. I fished down there quite a few times this year, and, and the redfish, you know, in the early spring into into, you know, may june july i mean it was just crazy and then the summer crowds kind of made them spread out back out a little more and the grass kind of grew over all the potholes but um the trout were kind of few and far between mm-hmm. so i was wondering if like going into the fall transition right now if you're starting to see a few more fish here and there because i am in my areas you know i was just yeah i mean
0: inside on that being you're on the water a lot down there yeah, so uh, the trout the trout is was tough. I mean, it was tough. You know, after the freeze, it's it's been tough. Um, I can tell you that over the last, I want to say, thirty days, we've seen a, a significant rise in in trout. I mean, we've caught a lot of trout. Um, obviously, it's still still the same. You know, a lot of fourteens, a lot yeah. of dinks. Uh, but we've had some really good trout, you know, mixed in there, some good 20s, you know, upper 20s, mid 20s. Um, they're not as frequent as we've seen in years past, but that's, that's to be expected, you know. Um, the the redfish, it's been a weird year for fishing just in general. I'm, I'm just going to shoot you straight. I mean, so it was good for most of the summer when the winds cooperated on the kayak. Right. You know, hell, getting out there was just tough. You know, I had to cancel or postpone a lot of trips, you know, because of the weather conditions in general. Um, so the fishing was pretty good when we had the opportunity to actually get that get out there and do it um, from a redfish standpoint. Trout-wise, not so much. Yeah. And any trout that we caught you know, is going back, you know, period. Um, and then we had a kind of a cold snap here recently. You remember that about three or four weeks ago, maybe a yeah. month ago? A little bit further than that. And they knocked the water
1: tiny, down to the, like, 77, 78. A little tiny
0: cold yeah. stuff. Man. It was a good one, and though, then, for, man, for this time of year. Yeah, it was it was decent, you know. But, man, to me, it, it had a huge impact on the fishing. For me, personally, for that yeah. for, for, for fishing, I had a tough time, man. It was tough. I'm not going to lie. I mean, that combined with the high water, the high water then just pushed up. You know, right now, we've had high water now. for going for three, week, three weeks.
1: Yeah, it's definitely making some issues and all that with the uh, with high water for sure. All right, can you watch? This? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, you okay. might have just okay. sometimes it's a little, the little stuff. But yeah, that hot water has been an issue with the, the, the fall equinox tides and the, the, this time of year. Yeah. It, it's been kind of weird. Um, yeah, that definitely yeah. spreads I the mean, fish so we out a the lot little, more. <laughs> the, the, the
0: little, the little cold. The cold water snap, yep. a little, just a little change in the degree uh, yep. of, of water temperature. And high water, man, has made things really tough in the year already. And typically around this earlier, I'll start seeing big schools. And I'm not yep. talking about big schools of, you know, I'm talking about bull reds in the bay. Like, you know, I, I start to see these way before I haven't, I haven't seen them yet till the last couple of days of yeah yeah it's a big school range of fish so Ooh. it's turning on like right now i mean which is real real late you know from a, yeah, a little or behind it's definitely different. a little bit behind rather there you can find them It, it, it's 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 to me it's way behind from what i've seen something special right now i wish there were some tournaments going on because you'd be surprised there's some good fish out there right now
1: oh yeah there's some good fish yeah. like that's red october <laughs> it's yeah. definitely a little bit behind but you know we had a little bit of rain mm-hmm. it uh, is man that rain in july yeah. kind of messed up the bay systems around me a little bit for a little while and then we had a good rain the week before last but Same it really here. didn't affect it too bad but uh Some of the areas kind of got washed out but the flounder
3: man the flounder
1: recently have been insane over here in the marsh Mm -hmm. um it's it's just one of them last year was the same way too and it's just like man uh i I haven't caught that many flounder in five years that i've caught this year (laughs) it's insane so uh Mm -hmm. man that's a good thing to hear that that it's kicking back up and, and coming around starting to see some more trout in the area and uh normally on the show i kind of throw a question out there it's called Pick Three. Um, I was wanting to get your input on uh, three setups that you're going to have with you on a trip. Say you're going out tomorrow, fall transition time, speckled trout is what your target species is. Uh, say trout and redfish mixed bag, uh, three rods, three setups, what's going to be on
0: uh, So I'm, I'm a bait caster guy. You know, that's just the bottom line bait caster guy. Um, Typically, I'll use an H&H um, uh, backcountry rod. I'm a lose guy from a spinning standpoint. I'm not sponsored or anything by anybody, but I, I, like, boo- I like lose. I... Can you hear me? Yes. You go. Yeah. Good. I kind of lost different. So two baitcasters. Um, I'm, I'm a lose guy. I like the old school lose BB1 with the clicker drag. So you'll you'll find lose BB1s on my H and H backcountry rods. Um, what I have tied onto them, first and foremost, I always have 3/16 ounce jig head by Z-Man. Those are my favorite ones. I'm not a sponsor or anything. I just love the, I just love them. Yeah. Um, and I, I like paddlers from Z-Man. I like the paddlers. Mm-hmm. Right now the pinfish are bad, man. Pin perch are horrible. Yeah. So if you're throwing anything that's more of a harder plastic, it's you're gonna lose tails. You're gonna go through bagging. So do do yourself a favor and get you an tech Z-man. Use those guys and you can wade through those guys and really pick off some some good trout. You know, I'm working a heavier weight. Um, I like to get my baits down, you know. So I'll use a three sixteen to so one ounce to get that bait down, you know. So you'll find that definitely. On my setup number one, that's what I go yeah. to. As far as the color of choice, man, Houdini, Houdini's Houdini is my favorite color, be. <laughs> Houdini, man, Houdini. You get yeah, a Houdini yeah. Patler, Houdini uh, Diesel Minnow, man. That is, it is just lightning for me. Other people like other colors. I like Houdini. Uh, even today, I mean, smoked them on Houdini.
1: Okay, it's a good all-around color, just in general. Yep. Tough to for.
0: Pick. My second uh, baitcaster that I've already told you about, you know, I'm going to tie on a spoon for that redfish. Yeah. Yeah. Bagley spoon, half ounce, um, swivel top. I mean, man, that's you can't yeah. beat a spoon, man. Spoon is the old yeah. lure in the in history since biblical times. If yeah. anything, of all those fellas, just put a spoon on. You're going to catch something.
1: You could put that in the hands of a beginner and just say, hey, just throw it out there and reel it in steady and just kind of pause it every now and then
0: and they'll and <laughs> that's what I do a lot of times with customers who want to learn the art of a lure throwing. We're gonna start with the spoon, we're gonna work up, just reel it in. You know, and if you want to start getting the bump bump retrieve, yeah. bump, you can do that with the spoon, they'll hit it on the yeah. drop. They sure um are. And They'll then the last the rod thing is
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: the, the last thing is a spinning rod for for a popping cork man. I'm a yeah. popping cork guy. Yeah. Um, popping cork. I'm going to tie either a you know Z-Man uh, Easy Shrimp on there. Um, and really, any plastic you put on a pop. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to slow it down. Yes. You know, um, the popping cork of choice is the Woody Popping Cork by Phillips Tackle. My favorite. These guys a are good awesome. Now. Man, they got a good tone, and the damn corks will last forever. Yeah. You know, you don't have to ever change that foam cork out. You got the, the wood, and it, it, it'll stay there. So. Good finish. Sometimes you got to
3: you got to slow
0: it down. Put it on a popping cork. Don't be shy. Don't be so prideful that you can't use a popping cork because mm. they work, man, and they'll catch oh, both trout and redfish. Yep. They'll they catch wear. them
1: all, all around the edges of them potholes, mm-hmm. them ambush points. They'll be draw yeah. them in. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's all you it's need in a I had a fourth yep. if I had a fourth then obviously then I always have this is the Eden Spook Jr. that's my favorite no not gonna lie that's bone and chrome or bone that's it. Yeah. holographic bone bone and chrome one yep. knocker
1: and Spook Jr. yep I'm gonna have one it. of them all the time uh, actually that that new one they have that smaller present that profile that boyo that, that Hedden's come out with on the calm days man I've straight smoked them on that thing
0: I haven't uh, tried and that they one. Would, man. When they would
1: have hit anything that. else and they were small shad around I threw the little the little um it was like the blue and chrome colored ones oh man they were straight smoking that thing and then they have the the hothead one and they actually have a color kind of they kind of copied some of Robbie Marsh's stuff from coastal marshes what it looks like some of his colors no, really? <laughs> they have one kind of looks it. like high cotton and all that but they're they're smaller than the spook junior and they're little Little different pitch, but you can still sling them with a baitcaster. I mean I was I mean putting them right in front of fish that had their backs out of the water and walking it and it just was it wasn't a big enough splash to spook them and they were just absolutely clogging it. <laughs> I gotta
0: try cool. that. No, yeah. I, I'm yeah. all about new stuff, man. I'm definitely I'm on it, you know, definitely. It's called the Boyo.
1: The Boyo B O Y O is that new new head spook series. Head and boyo. I'm on it. Yeah, they're good to go. I'm on man. A boss. Yeah. I'll give me a report. Oh yeah. The, the 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 light wind days, the super slick days, it, it was excelling in those. Because you know, when you get a little more chop on the water, you definitely gotta upsize and yeah. sometimes you need something a little louder to draw them up. But man, on them slick days over potholes along the grass lines, man, they, they've been straight smoking that thing.
0: <laughs> hey man, I'm a big I'm a big believer big fish like little baits, man. Oh yeah, Big they fish would. like yeah. little baits. Sometimes you draw it down and Mm-hmm.
1: And size down a little bit, you'd be surprised. You know, throwing a, a you know a softie, the little smaller ones, or the you know the the smaller double D instead of the XL. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. they just want that bait, that that right size bait to come to them. Uh, man, they'll just slam that thing. Well, man, dude, I appreciate you coming on the show tonight, talking a little bit about Fin Factory and the guide services and rigging, a um, little bit about the tournaments and everything. So everybody out there in uh you know coastal texas louisiana you know y'all come on in for these tournaments man that 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 radio mar i know is going to run in 2022 keep your eyes posted on the the fin factory facebook page instagram for the info because it, it'll be coming out pretty soon that usually runs in the in the summer you know uh yeah. july august sometime around yeah. in there and uh, hopefully we'll uh we'll be blessed with some good weather this year and uh
0: Yes, sir. We're
1: going to work on a boondoggle for Texas. So I think we're going to have to do a to do it.
0: We're going to do, <laughs> do it. I promise you that. That's so, yeah. ready, you, get, you, get ready, man. Get ready. I'm going to
1: have to get drug into this one. I'm, I'm down for it, man. We're going to promote the hell out of this thing.
0: Yes, <laughs> sir. It's going to work. Boondoggle.
1: Shoot, yeah. But, yeah, at the end of the show, man, Uh, you know, get, give the guest a – chance to throw some shout outs out there and thank anybody sponsors, anything like that. So yeah, man, Mike's yours, brother.
0: Man. Hey, you know, I, I just want to thank you. you know, I want to thank you, Dustin. I mean, I've known you for a very long time. You know what you're doing. I really respect it. I, I love your, your social media presence, you know, and, and, um, and, and the stuff you do out there, man, it's good, clean, fun, it. and I, and I love it. And um, you know, other than that, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to come on to your, to your, to your podcast here um it's very it's very rare that i that I do this it's not because i don't want to it's just nobody ever asked you know so you know it's and, I, and i'm and i'm glad to do it and it's it's not about promoting you know you know us the brand it's about promoting the sport of kayak fishing because i love it man i've loved it since since day one that i started it and it, it's my passion and if and if i didn't love it I'd, i wouldn't do what i what i do you know Guide fishing is hard work, man, don't, don't, don't even don't don't second guess that for people who say that I want to be a guide man it's hard work, you know, and the only reason why I still do this is because I love it. And so, you know, at the end of the day, thank you, sir. And and thank you, uh, Paddle and Finn for for, for inviting us out and um, and for letting us talk a little bit about about the sport of catfish. That's all I want to say. Cool
1: deal, man. Well, yeah thanks again for coming on the show tonight and once again a big thank you to all the listeners that tune in or if you're watching it on youtube or what have you um thanks to show sponsors uh waterloo rods uh hit them up WaterlyRods.com. get your custom rods built ship you directly if you are not in the area and then true store and co uh your clothing um for all the flats uh chasing big trout you get in on that and uh we'll catch y'all next time on chasing the tide